Hey, y'all. Welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm Kim, a book marketing strategist for Christian authors, and I'm so thrilled you're here to learn how to grow your author platform, market your book on podcast, and steward your message in a way that honors God and your time. So I'm so thrilled today for part two of my conversation with my friend Rebecca George, author of her brand new book, Do the Thing, Gospel-Centered Goals, Gumption, and Grace for the Go-Getter Girl. This week, I couldn't wait to dig into Rebecca's guest process for Radical Radiance and what she prefers in a guest pitch, and also hear about her process for pitching to guests on other podcasts, a process she started long before her release date. Y'all are going to love all that she shares, so let's get to it. So I want to talk about, let's just dig into podcast pitching and book marketing, of course. And I was going to say, you know, like everybody struggles with the time factor, right? Everything takes so much time. And I want to just shout out, this is something I noticed from way back when, when you first got your book deal, Rebecca, you talked about it, of course, on social, you know, that you had this book deal and it seemed like so far away, you know, before your book was going to come out. But you shared that with us, those followers of your, you know, your community. And then you put it in your Instagram profile, which I'm totally obsessed with that because it was just like my book's coming out in Aww. April 2023. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's so long off, but you're already telling people. And I think that's yeah. that's so important to to think about that. Like that's just a little tidbit you shared with us, you know, but now we're along for the journey. And, mm-hmm. and I think that helps when you think about time, because we all get like, we can only do this book marketing, book launching around this certain time, but they don't realize, wait, that really starts way back when, right? You know, you've got to yes. start telling people. So kudos to you, because I think it's amazing that you did that. Now, here we are. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, April's coming up. Mm. Um, And so a lot of people have heard me talk on the podcast about podcast pitching. It's definitely my passion. And the thing I love the most about what you did was you reached out to me. I mean, and you've always been on my list. Like, I'm like, I got to get on Rebecca on the show and just pick her brain about podcasting and pitching her podcast. But you reached out to me five months before your, <laughs> for, for your book release. So that alone, it's like, wow, you know, impressed me. But then this is something I'm a big advocate for. And so to see it, see somebody really do it made so much sense to me. Cause it was like, you reached out to me, but it wasn't just like a canned pitch, you know? I mean, you had yep. your, you had your canned information in there. You have to share, but it was sure. totally, this is your podcast, Kim. And this is exactly what I could bring to your listeners. And so, yes. it, but it was, it was only for my show. Like you could not have pitched that same thing to anybody else. You know, it was so That's right. that really stood out to me. And I know it stands out to you as a host. And so I just yeah. want you to talk through that. Like, first, let's talk about how important it is to really think about promoting and pitching early, no matter how you're mm. publishing. Because I know you're with a traditional publisher and they've hired a PR firm. So here Rebecca was reaching out to me, you know, five months ahead of time before the PR firm was probably even anywhere near getting involved. So oh, yeah. talk about how important that is. Yeah. Okay. I first want to admit to you publicly, Kim, that I was really nervous about pitching you because (laughs) I'm a listener of your show. I know how passionate you are about podcast pitching and equipping people in that way. And so if you knew the number of times I read the email that I sent to you before (laughs) I sent it, you would laugh because I'm like, okay, if I do no other pitch right, I have to do (laughs) Kim's pitch right. And so anyway... That will make listeners laugh. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows how I feel about all that. So you did an amazing job. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. And so, okay, here's the thing. 
I am so aware of my place as a first-time author. This is my first book, right? And so I know even myself as a podcast host, by the time I pitched you, again, like you said, I was about five months ahead of my launch. But for Radical Radiance, my own show, I was already booking into Q2 by that point. And so I'm thinking, all right, if I'm already booking into Q2, then who knows? you know, the number of people who I'd I'd love to be a guest on their show are already planning at least that far out in advance. And so- Hey, Rebecca, let me ask you real quick, just to clarify. Yeah. So when you say you were booking into QT, was that the actual interview or was that when the interview would air? Good, good question. So for Radical Radiance, I was already booking shows that would come out, would release and go live in Q2 last November. Yeah, that's what I was like. Right? I want to clarify for our listeners. Yeah, this yes. was last November. Yeah. Yes, that's very helpful. And so I just started thinking through, okay, I know I'm a first-time author. I'm not quite sure if my publisher will invest in hiring a publicist or not, but I won't know that probably till three or four months before launch. Mm -hmm. So for listeners, you know, most times if you do hire outside publicity, you're talking a couple months, two to three months, maybe before your launch, mm -hmm. maybe a month, two, if you're lucky after your launch. Mm -hmm. And so... I just didn't want to sit around on my hands and wait, mm -hmm. right? Because I knew by January or February, there's no prayer. I'd get mm -hmm. on a lot of the podcasts in April, my launch month or, you know, before or after, you know, maybe in May, if I didn't go ahead and book at least some in advance. And mm -hmm. so, so yeah, late last fall before kind of the rush of the holidays, I just sat with kind of a list I'd been keeping and thought, okay, who are some of my peers in the podcast world who I feel like my book really would serve their listeners very well in a specific way? The great thing about the message of do the thing, and so listeners might be able to think about this with their own book, is I thought, kind of topically mm -hmm. about the book and what might specifically serve, you know, the listeners of a certain show. For example, let's say the topic of our calling wasn't necessarily a fit, but maybe talking about striving mm -hmm. would be. Well, I have a chapter on striving, mm -hmm. right? And so I could serve up different types of content dependent on what the hosts, you know, wanted to share about. And mm -hmm. so that's an important thing to think about as you pitch yeah. as well. But but yeah. As far as pitching in advance, I'm a huge fan of that, regardless of, you know, if you hire outside help. Um, I know by the time I started working with a publicist, I had booked about 40 shows mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And so then they were able to come in and kind of compliment what I was already doing, right? Yeah, and reach, yeah. reach out to some other shows that I hadn't contacted yet. Yeah, I think that's that's so beautiful because I think it's it's so important, especially when you are with a traditional publisher that has a publicist, is to collaborate with them. You know, like and like you've already talked about in the very beginning, like as an author, you're having to bring things to the table that you are going to do, you know, on your own platform. Yeah. You've already built up a community of readers. So they're, they have that expectation that Rebecca's going to do a lot of the marketing, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. it is fact. And same with the PR. Like you can't just sit around and wait for that PR to happen because it is usually just in a significant window of time. Right. And they're going to be so appreciative of, you know, you, you've already reached out to some of these people and they may have done the same thing. But like you said, it would have been too late, you know, and you wouldn't yeah. get the book when you, you know, you wanted it to be a featured. Not that it can't be featured anytime, but 
um, you know, there is a key window you're trying to hit there. So let's talk about, so now put your podcast host hat on and I'm just going to grill yeah. you, Rebecca, with a oh, lot of questions it. about podcast pitching. So um, again, for you as a host, obviously, like you're just starting to talk about the earlier, the better. So how would mm-hmm. you, if somebody, um, their book's coming out, like, you, you know, like, again, like what you did with me, it's five months out or even longer, you know, like how would you recommend somebody reaches out to you if they don't even have a book in their hand, right? And especially like yeah. if they're self-published, they, you know, it may be a while before they get something in their hand and maybe closer to that release date. How could they reach out to you and at least talk a little bit about the message they want to share without being able to provide you a book in hand? Yeah, that's super helpful. The way that I worded it many times, and and I appreciate when people word it this way to me is, hey, I just want to go ahead and put this on your radar. I realize that we're several months in advance, but you know, I know for myself, like we said, I'm I'm already booking into next year. So as you consider your production calendar next year, I'd love for you to consider this message. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, even giving the caveat of I, I don't have a manuscript to show you today, but when I do, I can even send you a PDF watermarked manuscript that, you know, won't be the final copy, but I'd love to just share the message with you so you can offer that as well. Um but there are certain ways, I think, to word it so that it's it's more of a, hey, I, I'd love to do you a favor by sharing this so far in advance so that even if, you know, that your next couple months are booked, that's great because the book doesn't come out till April or, or whenever. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think it's all in the way that you word it mm-hmm. and um, also offering, you know, to follow up when you have more to share with them, like a an ARC advanced reader or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I love just, yeah. And just building with those relationships, right? I mean, it's just, if just yeah. those little plugs like, hey, just, you know, kind of keep me on your radar. I love that. What do you, uh, what do you prefer as far as the email? Do you like long emails, short, long emails that have everything you need in it or a short email to kind of mm-hmm. just check in with you and then send you long stuff later? What do you prefer from your pitches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think there's a happy medium, right? Like there has to be enough information there for me to be able to discern, is this a good fit? So I love any unique angle that you can come up with. I think that's always helpful even to just sit with, you know, dry race board and brainstorm. How is this new, fresh content that my listeners haven't seen before, right? Let's go back to the example of comparison. Mm -hmm. I've talked about comparison on my show multiple times. Mm -hmm. But what if they came to the table with a unique angle on comparison? Or maybe there's a story that, you know, plays into that that would encourage my listeners in a new way or Mm -hmm. or something. And so I think coming to the table with a unique perspective matters a whole lot, which in today's world, you're probably not going to get to the table with a traditionally published book without a unique Mm -hmm. angle. Exactly. So (laughs) you've already got that going for you if you've gotten to this to this place. Um, And and hopefully, no matter which path to publishing that you're taking, you're you're thinking about that. How do I share this in a way that maybe hasn't been done before Mm -hmm. based off what God's given me? And so I think... That matters to me. I also like to see a good media kit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my yeah. next question. I'm glad yep, you said that. <laughs> no, yep. No matter which, if you're traditionally publishing or um, self-publishing, putting together a good media kit of you know who you are, your bio, some of the topics that you talk about in the book that would be relevant to the conversation, some sample questions are helpful to see. I don't always go by them. Mm-hmm. As a podcast host myself, I, I prefer actually not to ask the questions that you know, 
75 other mm-hmm. hosts yes. are going to ask you or at least ask it in a in a fresh way. And so they can certainly provide inspiration while I, I don't typically go off of them verbatim. And so that's helpful. Even before, and, and you've seen this, Kim, um, before I wor- started working with a publicist, I actually just kind of mocked up my own version of a mm-hmm. media kit. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, taking a couple hours to do that can be helpful as a host kind of scans through your content. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I know um, something else I want to ask you about that's in the book. You know, you talk about um, do the thing you talk about. I find that in seasons of overwhelm, sometimes what I need isn't more time, but a better system. So Mm. tell us about like, as you have um, back to your book marketing, as you have reached out to podcast, you know, and you're wanting to keep track of this, of course, for your own sanity and then be able to give it to your publisher and PR. Can you just talk through like what has helped you the best kind of keep all that organized um, mm-hmm. Because again, you've you've just said you've reached out way in advance and you've already done like 40 interviews. And I do want to shout out one thing I definitely want to say is Rebecca was really great about having a Calendly link for yeah. um, scheduling interviews. And that just makes it so easy because now it's, it's you're reaching out as a guest and you might reach out to a host that doesn't have a scheduler. So being able to provide that easy link to jump on the calendar is perfect. So anyway, but yeah, to share anything you can have about um, what systems you have found best to keep all that organized. Yes, I'll share what I'm doing this time. So I created a Google Sheets, just sort of Excel spreadsheet for Mm -hmm. this project specifically just for podcast pitching. Mm -hmm. And so for a few reasons, it's been helpful. One, I can access it anywhere. Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm out and about having lunch with a friend and they say, oh, I listened to this new podcast the other day. Your book would be a really good fit on this Mm -hmm. show. Well, let's say I'm not around my laptop and I don't want to forget the name of that show. I can just pull up my Google Sheet on my phone and just jot down the name of the host and the show Mm -hmm. so that I can go back later and research it. That's been helpful more than once. And so as I've found new ideas of some places that I could pitch, I just throw them in there. And then when I pull it up on my laptop to actually dig in and do some work on it, everything's there. Mm -hmm. And so I have columns kind of related to, okay, when did I pitch them? When am I going to follow up if I haven't heard back? When am I recording? If I do know when the release date is, I try to put that there or mm-hmm. you know, kind of in the neighborhood of when it's going to release. And then I have a column that designates, okay, have I pitched them? Did they say yes? Mm-hmm. Have we scheduled the podcast? Have we recorded it? And has it aired? Mm-hmm. So as those sort of statuses change, I'm able to group them together and see, okay, I've recorded this many. I've pitched this many. I've heard a yes from this many. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to quantify it. And I don't know about you, Kim, but I just find that so helpful Mm -hmm. and encouraging when you're in the midst of such, um, such a, a season of endurance Mm -hmm. in this calling, right? I'm able to see, gosh, okay, I've already done 30, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's such an encouraging uh, encouragement to know, um, and just be able to quantify it rather than saying, gosh, I've just done a lot of podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, does that is that helpful? Yeah, no, perfect. That's exactly what's what I use with my clients. I was laughing because a client just texted me this morning was like, "Hey, have we reached out to these shows?" And so I look at uh, them like, "Oh, I'm adding them to your spreadsheet because that's what I used to do." Because it's so awesome. easy. I mean, I know people use project management stuff too, and you might have tools like Trello or whatever. But I think just keeping it simple, you know, and yeah. I love that. Yeah, you can access on your phone and add to it and and rearrange it all the same way. I love Google Sheets, so um, that's amazing. I just wanted to be sure and ask you about that. So this has been all incredible. 
you know what? I want to give a shout out to you before we go, because I am going to let you tell about your book some more. Um, but if you don't mention this, Rebecca, I did want to make sure everybody knows that inside Rebecca's book, she has a video series that you can get access to. And I just ah. think it would be such a cool book club for you and your girlfriends or your online yes. besties, you know, to go through the spring or, you know, the summer when you have more time and just let Rebecca lead you, you know, on a video into doing your thing this year. Because I think it's so, you know, we we read and, you know, then we're like, how do I apply this? And to be able to have a video to lead us through it. I love that. So tell us just a little bit more about um, your book and when it's coming out, Rebecca, and how everybody can get their hands on it. Absolutely. So it releases April 4th and you can grab it at any major online retailer that you like and and probably Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, um, you know, some of those in-person retailers once it releases. But I I agree, Kim. I absolutely love the way that my publisher decided to organize the book. It's not just, you know, okay, let me read a couple chapters, set it on my coffee table and forget about it. There is mm-hmm. actually a section at the end of every chapter called For the Go-Getter Girl. Yeah. It has scripture for reflection and questions to help you process how God's speaking to you, prayer prompts, as you mentioned earlier, and several other things. And we, like you said, we we did a six-session video series. Um, so there's a, a session after every two chapters. And so even if you're doing it alone, mm-hmm. to be able to have just kind of a, a shot in the arm encouragement for me as you read can be super helpful. And mm-hmm. or if you're doing it in a book club, small group environment, that kind of thing, it can certainly you know kick off your sessions together. And so I'm super excited about that. And we mentioned this a couple of times throughout the episode, but there are so many resources that you can go grab for free if you pre-order the book before it comes out. And if you are into launch teams, if you want to get involved in that, I'd love to have you over there as well. And all of that can be found at dothethingbook.org. Oh, I love that. Oh, yay. And be sure and check out Rebecca's podcast, Radical Radiance, if you haven't already. So Rebecca, this has been amazing. You've done such a great job just sharing all your wisdom with our book marketing many listeners. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so thankful for you, Kim. You do such important work to just equip authors. And um, I'm so grateful for you. And so I'm so honored that you'd invite me to come. Oh, gosh, y'all. I'm so thankful to Rebecca for being so generous with her time in these last two episodes. Don't miss out on the pre-order bonuses she has for the Do The Thing book if you pre-order now at dothethingbook.org. And hey, if this conversation gave you ideas for your own book marketing, I'd love for you to leave a review for the show. That would mean so much to me, and it helps other authors discover the show too. So see you next week, and as always, I'll be there for you to help you market your book one podcast at a time.